Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode. Film critters. Shit. Processes. Processes. I don't know what. I don't know what that bit I was trying to do. I think I was trying to make it sound like a YouTube poop. Like you know where they would like loop oh, and like yeah, rewind yeah. it a bunch. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll chop and screw it in the editing room. I'll I'll yeah. I'll, 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 I'll I'll make it sound I'll make it sound fetch pence. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna sus in there. <laughs> uh, the perm process sus <laughs> something Film like that. Critters. Film critters per hour. Uh, anyway, what do we got today? What's on the docket? Today we are looking at a film from my homeland, from the magical, mystical land of Sweden. I'm not actually that Swedish. I'm like a, I'm like one sixteenth Swedish. Uh, it's Kokori Kokura. I was like, I was gonna say, I have to, I'm looking at it right now so I can remember the title because otherwise I kept like when I literally every time I tried to tell people about this movie, I'd be like, oh, it's called like. Kokuri, Koker, Doodle Doodle Da, Pokey Man, the two thousand, the movie, Hokey Pokey. Boy, is this a weird one? Um, I'm probably. What were they thinking? What the? What were they on when they made this, bro? Um, I might, I might give you the floor because I have just a lot of. Uh, just a lot of poison and negativity that I feel towards uh, it hit, a, this hit movie. a little too hit, hit a little too close to home. <laughs> it's a little too <laughs> yeah, Swedish. Yeah. yeah, my my experiences in Sweden are, are too. It's uh, it's it's just uh, it's it's just triggering for me. I, I I think it's like an interesting thing, and in that we probably agree on this film, but that the things that you find annoying are like too too much. Whereas for me, I'm like, eh, I can, I can, I can skip that. I will say, I assumed that this was the director's debut film, but it's not, and that does kind of make me a little, a little more critical of it because I was like, oh, like this isn't a debut film, and it, and it looks like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you've made full length movies before. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I mean, to be um, fair, the other full-length film that they have that I'm looking at right now um, is called The Giant, and according to the synopsis, is about a thirty-five, a thirty-year-old uh, autistic disfigured man um, who pretends to be a fifty-meter-tall giant, which uh, just sounds ter- which just sounds atrocious. <laughs> I that like, like that just sounds like the, like the like the worst possible premise for a film. Yeah, it sounds uh, less than great. Um, but yeah, Jay, uh, what did you think of uh, Coco di Coco da? I uh, thought it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I when I messaged you about it, I was like, oh, we should do it on this. It was like I was like twenty minutes in, and I was like, oh, this is like Swedish Antichrist. So that was like yeah, before yeah. like time reset. So like I I didn't quite realize that like oh the film is like gonna be them stuck in like a weird time loop because they're like trapped in the music box. Hmm. Yeah. 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 It's pretty. It's it's. Uh... <laughs> I can't think of a better word than repetitive. Uh. But yeah, that's kind of the structure of the movie is that it's like um you know here's this kind of theoretical situation where they're being tormented by these like three 
figures. Technically four if you count the dog. Uh, and it plays out in slightly different ways every time. And and uh, one of the characters is like aware of the prior uh, occurrences. I, I, I will say I feel like the implication is that they are both to an extent aware of it. But that because the wife basically like through each first loop is caught off guard she has less of like an awareness of like what's going on because on the first time it happens you know she gets up and she has to go pee and she goes out into the woods and they get attacked and then he watches that happen and then like watches it as it gets worse whereas on the second loop she wakes up and she has to pee but all she knows is that she doesn't really want to go out into the woods to pee. So she's just like, I'm just going to pee under the tent because like she well, she knows that something happens, but like she's not really aware of it in the same way he is. Because on each iteration, he becomes like more and more aware of like he like remembers more and more of like what's happening. The implication mm. I'm getting is that it's like these are like a, it's like a dream that they're having essentially. And so they wake up as if it's from a dream. And so she woke up from that and like has this weird sense of unease, but that isn't quite sure why. And then he wakes up and he remembers seeing his wife get attacked every time she went out to go pee. See, I kind of have a different recollection of it. Well, for for one thing, like I remember the first time there was like this argument where like the wife was like. Oh, I want to pee. I want to pee under the rain cover. I don't want to go out there. And the husband's just like, no, don't don't piss under the fucking rain cover. Just just go just go out and piss. And that's like the first time that they get killed. Oh, um, I think I, missed, the second, I must have missed that part. Um, Yeah, it's, it's like a short little argument that they have. And then the second time she's like, I'll pee under the rain cover. And he's like, actually, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but it, it is it is weirdly a little bit squishy because it seems like, uh, you know, it seems like she's getting her, you know, memory wife. She's she's not remembering them for the most part up until kind of toward the end where it starts to seem like she's kind of, uh, you know, kind of starting to remember little bits and pieces of, of things that are happening to them. Uh, and especially with, for example, like there's the the scene kind of toward the end where she stumbles out of the tent and it's like everything's different and it's like snowy and her husband is gone. Um, which, which that was like a cool part that, that was, uh, that was kind of interesting because it was like the movie being like really, really repetitive. And then all of a sudden like, Oh, here's something different. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know the, 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 the premise, it, it was a little, it was, it was a little squishy as far as kind of the rules of the, the rules of the, uh, of the, of the time loop of the science fiction aspect, which I, I, um, you know, I don't have a problem with because it's it's really meant to read more kind of metaphorical. It's like a metaphorical film, which I usually am perfectly fine with. Yeah, no, it's it, it was a thing where like I, I actually kind of liked how little is really sort of explained. Yeah. Like in that it is very much so just like they are for whatever reason trapped in this time loop where every time the wife goes out to pee these three strangers and their dogs like up are, are literally just appear like no matter where they are the second she pees they appear yeah and basically like funny game style just set out to torture and kill them for like really no reason and then every time there's like the the last climax of that scene it resets and they're waking up and things maybe play out a little differently but like ultimately like those those repetitions will happen each time. 
So I, I did actually like that part of it. I just feel like it then my my biggest problem with like where I felt the film was weakest is that it didn't really go anywhere further with that premise. Yeah. Yeah. Like when the thin. when the film ended, I was just like I was like, oh that's like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. I, I, I have absolutely no qualms with kind of the conceit, um and, and even really the structure, I guess. Uh I think it's kind of with the ex- with a lot of aspects of the execution is kind of where I where I lose where I lose the plot uh, a little bit. So I mean, like, so for example, we we start out with this uh, kind of you know th- this very like straightforward series of scenes where it's like this couple who they go to like a vacation uh, and uh, it's like their daughter's birthday almost. There's this weird shellfish allergy thing. Um, and then their daughter just kind of dies in the hospital, which, uh, you know, is very, is very sad. And then it becomes, and then it kind of shifts to this, like, shadow play thing, which I still don't really see how specifically the shadow play, other than the rabbit iconography, because they were all kind of dressed as or not dressed as they they all had like rabbit face paint on um and the little girl had like rabbit ears or whatever yeah so so they're making some sort of point with the shadow play about like oh it's this is the family this is like some sort of kind of metaphor for what the family is going through and then the rest of the film is like a separate metaphor about i guess their grief or, or like their their struggles with grief or whatever but it takes the form of like these three like goofy carny motherfuckers who are you know painted on their daughter's music box uh so symbolism uh but with with that stuff not only was it very like funny games and in terms of just like okay i'm kind of just sitting here watching these people get like tortured and menaced over and over and over again with no real kind of pointer purpose uh or or, or like the the pointer purpose like i already kind of understand the point and purpose but it's it's a little bit i don't know i uh, sadistic is kind of the wrong word it's just it's just kind of annoying <laughs> yeah I mean, I yeah found yeah it, I, I found it annoying on those fronts and also just like the amanda palmerness of the movie just <laughs> made me want to fucking yarts i just thought it was so Ugh. I I just I don't know it like and and that's part of that's part of kind of the disclaimer of like my thoughts on the movie, which is that like the the narrative and aesthetic choices really are just like poison for me specifically. I don't expect other people to like, or you know I don't expect or demand uh, obviously other people to like uh, have the same kind of reactions or to like hate it in the same ways. Um, if you liked it, that's perfectly obviously valid. I don't think we, I don't think we even have to say that, but, um, yeah, I just thought it was fucking annoying. It's consisted of things that annoy me specifically. Uh, I don't know, but there were some cool parts. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I, I will say this, this film does have a pretty, pretty widespread of reviews. So I think that's, I think it's really common that people, and when I say widespread, I don't mean like, oh, it's really divisive. People either like it or love it. I mean, it's like people either like, people hate this, people love this, people are like, eh, it was okay. It, it's, it's definitely a film that is like not easy to pin down 
uh, in like a critical way. So like that's why it's like I'm not really surprised that you hated it because it seems like a lot of people have like a wide range of responses to this film. Probably, yeah, yeah, probably in part because, like you said, like the the aesthetics of the film can either like completely poison it to for you or make you really like it or like in my case be like, eh, this parts I like, this parts I didn't like. Um, right. I didn't get. I feel like there's also like a a a wrinkle of maybe cultural touchstones that I that I that I'm missing for a point of reference. Like the, yeah. the the bunny story that you talk about is being meta like like you know like a metaphor. I think you're right on that, but I feel like that that is like maybe a much more like that is maybe like a, a culturally specific folklore that I just like don't have a point of reference for. Mm. Like maybe it's supposed to be like 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 if a film had like the three pigs or something being told in that kind of style, you know, you would sort of be able to yeah. get it and like build off of that. But because I I don't know what it's referring to if it's referring to an actual story or not i wasn't sure if there's like is there supposed to be like more connotation to this than just like here's another story that is going on like what like a a shadow puppet story going on about uh two bunnies grieving the loss of their daughter and then having to like kill a bird that represents that grief in order to overcome it yeah which also like the bird is like really probably the most disconnected symbol from like the rest of the movie. And that's kind of another complaint that I have, which is like that, like the symbolism is all like, everything just seems really disconnected from each other. Uh, like we have, we have like the, the creepy guys who are, they're on the music box that belongs to the daughter. That's like a thing, I guess. Uh, but I I don't know. Did the bird have like anything at all to do with the, narrative or was it just like this was it just a it was it just a phoenix that uh rises uh, from the from the ashes that's yeah that's what i'm trying to figure out is like is that like a thing is that like a a, a specific mythology that i just don't have a reference for because i couldn't yeah. quite figure out what the connection with the phoenix to the bunnies was other than like you know obviously the rebirth and renewal uh out of fires come new things born theme of it yeah yeah um i i i did get that like the whole point of them being trapped in that sort of repetitive cycle was supposed to be the the this sort of idea of like grief where like until you until you really really face and confront what you are grieving you just kind of repeat the site like you go through the same stages over and over and over again Mm. And that mm. sort of like it wasn't until they basically like pushed their way through it that they actually escaped it and like closed the loop by hitting the dog, which is what started the loop in the first place. Like that's kind of what I took that as is that was them reaching the end of the of the music boxes loop was when they caused the initial like inciting incident that led to the starting of the loop of them being tortured. Mm. Because like at the end of the film, they 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 CGI very badly hit that dog, and the dog <laughs> is the is the dead dog that the giant guy has been carrying the whole film, that we yeah, see yeah. at the start of the film of them finding the dog and like carrying it. Yeah, oh, hmm. I guess I, I guess I forgot about that bit at the start. 
of 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 the film. Yeah, uh, it's it's a weird thing that's like it's it's there's there's frameworks there's ways that the film is told that I think is like not like not well structured the opening with the actual like loss of the child is like incredible and i actually kind of wish that there was that there was more there's i just like really like like the second you realize what's happening in the scene and you realize that like they were literally like in bed talking to each other like next to their daughter as she died and like just weren't aware of it like there's yeah. a lot of stuff where I'm like, oh, that's like really strong, like setup for like grief and regret and like blame and like doubt and like self hatred, and I didn't really get the sense that that was like put forward into like the way they experience the grief with the music box characters. Yeah, like yeah, again, like the really disconnected kind of symbols, um, kind of. Uh, I don't know, kind of, kind of precocious, definitely, as far as just kind of like wanting to be, wanting to be crazy and interesting or whatever. Um, yeah, I feel like if the movie kind of continued down the path of, of, of what it was presenting in the beginning, uh, like I'm that all that stuff I was completely fine with. And I think that uh, kind of keeping up that style, I, I would have been more into. Uh, but the as soon as the like cartoon characters like villains show up it it just like stops being fun immediately and it it you know it it just kind of turns into this like really i, I don't know it just, it just turns into like such a different thing that i that i don't really that i don't really find enjoyable i guess um but uh, yeah, I, I mean, like you know, there there were parts of it, obviously, that I. Eh, there were like other parts of it that I thought were interesting. I thought the kind of the ending where they where they uh, slammed into the dog with their car, uh, and and that kind of stuff, and like the them arguing while like driving into the forest, and kind of sometimes how like they're uh, sometimes how like the time loop would also kind of weirdly go before the start of the camping trip. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah was pretty interesting um because it's kind of just like you know it, it's it's kind of the movie and and that's those are touches that i think are like totally fine like the the movie kind of uh cheating more character development into itself uh within the like kind of limiting framework of of the sort of torture stuff that it's trying to do uh makes makes sense to me like that that stuff that stuff is all well and good uh i I guess I wish there was more. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I guess I wish there were more normal characters or whatever. I, I don't know. I, I I just yeah, I don't know. I I do think uh a huge limitation of the film is that the uh actor playing the mate Tobias uh very European style of acting <laughs> <laughs> where he's not really giving you like a lot to work with and i feel like that really kind of like brings a lot of the film down in a way because it's like you're not really getting a sense of what this character's like interiority is 
in a film that is super driven by the main character's interiorities. <laughs> I kind of, I mean, like, that's another part of the movie is like, okay, I mean, like, I, I'm usually, I usually try not to be this person while watching movies, and I, I, I recognize that maybe it's, it's kind of a fallacy, but I definitely was like, what the fuck is he thinking? What is he doing? Like, he's literally... Like, there were parts where I was like, he's literally holding a knife. He could just knife these fucking people. Uh, and then, of course, the movie won't allow him to do that because it's all metaphorical, you see. Uh, which just makes me more frustrated. Yeah. No, no, no. It's like I said. It's like, we're not given any sense of what is this main character thinking. So everything just comes off as matters of plot contrivance rather than, like, why Why is he reacting this way? Why is he acting? Because you could reasonably present a character where they would have a knife, but, like, you know, you either set up or you have just elements of their performance that makes it clear that they are extremely reluctant to use that knife. Yeah. But there's none of that in the film. So it's just like, okay, he goes out of his way to get this knife, like, multiple times, but he never, like, uses it. Except to escape yeah. the tent once. Yeah. Which, I don't know, maybe that's, like, a very American thing to to say. Like, maybe maybe it's just like, oh, just stab him. Yeah. It's, it's just like, you know. But at the end of the I, I don't know. I don't know. That's, I, that's, that's just where I'm coming from. I, I did love the scene where they argue about the ice cream. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that that scene was like so stressful and so perfect. There's also like a an interesting theme with regards to like when you're the scenes where the camera is in the backseat of the car watching them while they're driving and sometimes they're in the focus and sometimes the 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 windshield seeing out the windshield is in focus, but it's never both. Yeah. It's always one mm -hmm. or the other is what's in focus. And it was it was interesting trying to figure out like okay, why is why are they in focus in this shot but not in like the last time we saw them in this car? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I thought I thought the 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 car stuff was or, or just like in particular kind of how the car stuff was shot um was really good i i don't know I just kind of from a like a, a craft perspective i guess i i didn't have too many problems with how with the actual look of the movie um some of the isometric shots like the the this kind of recurring motif where there's like this high up camera isometric shot of uh the campsite like at the end of every single loop uh like right before Right before the the last surviving character dies, uh, you know, you kind of survey the whole scene. Um, yeah, I don't know. Some some cool shots here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it it does make me interested if if maybe this is just a film because I'm looking at it and it's like the the director is also the writer and producer and the editor, and it does make me wonder if maybe it's just like. This might just be one of those cases where it's like the director would do better with like a, another writer or with like a different writer. Yeah. Um, just like somebody to kind of like massage and work over the script to maybe make certain things stronger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I that that kind of feels like feels like the case. It's a little too. Uh, it's a little it's a little precious. It's a little bit uh, it's a little bit. You know, a little, little, little spaghetti at the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little, little twee. I don't know. Uh, um, I wish the cat was in it more. The cat features really prominently on one of the posters, so I thought the cat was going to be like a, a thing. I don't even really know what the cat is, because the cat's <laughs> not on the music box. 
I guess the cat is like a an omen, like a, a, a warning of coming danger or something. Uh, I guess that's what, what it's supposed to mean. Uh, yeah, the cat, I mean, like, there was that one really interesting shot where it was like, and and I kind of feel like it was actually like this weird digital like matte filter effect or whatever where the, where the camera was looking the camera was like in the car like looking towards the driver's seat rear rear view window uh and you see the cat through the window and then like one of the characters kind of goes and checks on the cat yeah 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 and, and you you watch the whole thing through that or not window am i saying window mirror uh and yeah you you kind of watch the whole thing through like the mirror um which is you know which is which is interesting as well um but yeah not very much not very much cat here even though the cat is kind of a central uh promotional feature i don't know maybe maybe that maybe that cat was hard to work with maybe she was kind of like a prima donna i'd believe that um yeah i got i was i was trying to look up seeing like oh like maybe are are like are like white cats like a thing in swedish folklore and i found uh in scandinavian folklore uh the troll cat which is a familiar of a witch in scandinavian folklore and troll cats uh suck milk from cows and then spit it into the witch's milk pails so they like they they basically just like steal milk for witches Oh damn! Those uh, goddamn witches uh, get but your own milk. I I love just the idea of them just being called troll cats. Uh, and I also am a big fan. Of, I'm gonna send this to you on Telegram. Uh, this image because they also sometimes are rabbits. So here's just an an old 15th century wall painting of a rabbit puking milk into a pail. <laughs> 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 Wow, that's a fucking amazing drawing. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of just this, <laughs> just this rabbit opening its mouth and just yolk into a pail. <laughs> that's super funny. Uh, um, I wish this guy yeah. was in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I someone needs to make a movie about a a, mu- a milk puking rabbit. Yeah, that is called a troll cat for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> be wary, be wary of the troll cat rabbit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Lots of, uh, lots of kind of esoteric, uh, sort of folklore stuff. I kind of half wonder if, if how, how steeped the rest of the movie is. Um, I don't know. A, a part of me feels like there, there must be some element of it because like the, the opening they're at, like they're, they're having some sort of like obviously like cultural celebration in, in Denmark and like right. I have no idea what the fuck is happening in that scene, but it's like this is probably something that like <laughs> is is like really common. <laughs> it's like it's like a thing that like is like has a very specific meaning, and like maybe that's sort of the implications of what we're looking at. Uh, but mm. I I just I don't have a I don't have a point of reference. Uh, I will say uh, muscles on pizza. Gross! What? Disgusting. What the? What the Go fuck? What, like, like when she said that, I was like, "Oh, like we had muscles." I was like, "Weren't they eating like salad and like pizza?" And I just went and looked, and yeah, they were eating pizza. So they were eating muscles on the pizza, which is disgusting. That, <laughs> that deserves, you know, that's that that is enough for for two thumbs down on this on this piece of shit film. Yeah. If if you eat muscles on your pizza, you're you're a pervert. You 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 disgust me. She deserved that allergic reaction. Yeah. 
I'm just gonna say it. I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. Their kid, their, their kid is probably better off not <laughs> not living in a family where that's the fucking norm for food. <laughs> the kid didn't die of allergies. The kid just died of uh, cringe grief. Yeah, cringe. <laughs> The, the the kid died of like you know those like photo blogs where it's like they 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 post people's like disgusting food like like anti porn I, I like whatever oh, God food fails yeah she got yeah, she I got posted on a food fail blog and just like it it killed her it was the killing curse <laughs> Jesus Christ her shit got put in like a taste made video <laughs> that, that gets like quote retweeted like twenty thousand times. People calling it the cum pizza. <laughs> the, the the snot pizza. The fucking snot pizza. Fucking snail pizza. Gross. Uh, Disgusting. Bomb Sweden. Destroy oh, it. <laughs> Jesus. No, don't actually. Sweden's beautiful. We love Sweden. Uh, Shoutouts to Sweden. If you're Swedish, sound off in the comments if, yeah. if there's any weird cultural shit that we didn't understand here. Yeah, please explain this movie to us. Give us the ending yeah, explained. <laughs> but like, instead of the ending, the whole movie, <laughs> entire movie explained. Because <laughs> I did try looking. Like, I tried looking a little bit to see if I could find anything on it, and I, I couldn't because it's kind of a kind of a more obscure art film that came out. Uh, yeah. And obviously, like now is is not this current distribution timeline is not doing it any favors. Yeah, yeah, and it's also like, how do I, how do you, how do you research the iconography of this movie? It's just like, okay, let me Google uh, Swedish white cat. folklore, <laughs> white cat, bitch with fucked up hair, uh, dead dog, I guess, uh, uh, fucking steampunk guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are are carnies like a like a thing? Did they did, did is there some ill portent to seeing car well, I guess seeing carnies is in and of itself kind of like a it's bad luck. Kind of like a bad omen, yeah. like bad luck, yeah. Sorry to people who <laughs> are carnies. Are 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 like that. I don't know. I don't have Clowns clowns I've come around on. Carnies are gonna need to <laughs> Carnies are gonna need to work a little harder for to 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 curb my favor. We're we're checking out more movies. We're gonna have some longer, longer discussions. Um, we to actually. Well, I I have tried to rope Jay into watching Promising. I was about to say I I am unfortunately gonna be watching that piece of shit soon, and I feel like that will be a <sighs> a long episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For better or for worse. Mostly worse. I look forward to that. Um, I'll try to. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to check out. Sound of Metal, um, yeah, not a lot of not a lot of excitement in the in the, in the recent past and near future. I mean, it's um, it's it's both January and also uh, like the tail end of a pandemic, so not, yeah, not exactly. a lot not a lot of great film selections right now. Slim pickings, um, but either way, we'll have more stuff out for you. Make sure to fucking sub to the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/filmcritters. Um, at the $5 tier, you get access to monthly throwback episodes where we talk about movies that are from years bygone. That you that uh, you have voted on? Yeah. You get to vote. You get to choose. Your voice is heard. Uh, and for January, we chose Face Off. Because, you know, new year, new beginnings. New face. Uh, <laughs> so that episode is probably new already president. New president, even. Oh, new president, too. New president, too. new wow. face. 
and according and according to QAnon, they've done a little face off situation themselves, and it's actually <laughs> they're literally. <laughs> There literally was a post that suggested that. I, I am obsessed with, like, the two versions of that post. Like, the one that's like, no, Trump is still secretly president, and Biden is pretending to be president. Sha- hashtag shadow prez. And then the one that literally <laughs> is just, no, the, it's a face-off situation. They swapped faces, which is, like, insane. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love, gotta love Q. Gotta love the poison, uh... It's in our, in our country's bloodstream, uh, or, you know, fucking whatever. Uh, yeah, that shit's dark, but we, I'll tell you what isn't dark. Our, our, our futures on Patreon.com. Our, <laughs> our Discord channel. Oh, Discord, yeah. Film Critters Discord, link is below. Come join. We have lots of fun. We talk about shows, we talk about movies, we talk about games, we talk about outside, cats, cat pictures. Um, yeah. It's been fun. We announce our streams, which you streams. can also find links for our streams down below. I stream every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Um, Tuesday and Friday. I think. Yes, Tuesday and Friday. I was going to say, I, was like, I, I, I hope you're right. <laughs> I was like, it's your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I stream whenever. Fuck it. Whatever. Um, yeah, I want to stream Hades soon because Hades is really You've been talking about it. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So come hang out. Come hang out. Yeah, come hang out. God damn it! Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I am Jay Bearhat. I am Baru. Mm, bye. Bye.